Hello and welcome back to the EV Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Maharaj, and I'm joined with Elsa Bench, the producer of the EV Life Podcast. And on today's episode, I sit down and talk to Matt Grace, who is a sustainability professional. So he has over 30 years uh, of experience working in sustainable engineering. And he came on to talk to us about a really interesting topic, one that we haven't really talked about on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Matt uh, is currently collaborating and working with Green Calgary, a small organization down in Calgary, of course, uh, who has partnered with the Alberta Ecotrust Foundation to run a study on how to start an EV fleet for taxi services. So essentially, the study is looking at how a transitioning taxi fleets in Alberta could look. So right now they're kind of talking to taxi drivers and looking at the environmental benefits and what the cost would be for that and kind of looking at other areas in the world to see what other taxi fleets who who maybe have yeah. already started doing that look like. So basically this is kind of an early stage in the process or in the overall I guess, scheme of looking at these fleet services, what is electric vehicle adoption going to look like in in that? Yeah, for taxis. And it's an interesting perspective because I I haven't really seen any EV taxis in Alberta. And that makes sense because Matt kind of mentioned that as far as they're aware, there is maybe just one EV taxi in Alberta, but a lot of other municipalities around the world, some over in BC, they are already using electric vehicles in their taxi fleets. And so, you know, there's a lot that we can learn from those municipalities and their study kind of really looks at does it make sense for Alberta taxi drivers specifically to adopt EVs? And so he shares some really interesting perspectives. And I think I learned quite a lot from talking to him. So I hope you do as well. And here is my interview with Matt Grace. Hi, Matt. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Can you tell us a little bit about Green Calgary and Alberta Ecotrust? Just give us a little bit of background and what your role is. Alberta Ecotrust are an amazing organization. Uh, They are, as far as we know, the the only large environmental group in Alberta dedicated to climate change and and the environment. And they've got a mission to, to help us reduce our emissions as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of their one of their projects they're looking for, one of the areas they targeted was mobility, and specifically taxis. You know, why don't we why why don't we have more electric taxis? while looking to reduce emissions on the side of taxis. Okay. So I saw this and I thought, oh, there's a great project there. Me being uh, a fairly new, about three years into being an electric car owner and driver. So we we teamed up with uh, Green Calgary, uh, and they've been around for about 35 years promoting sustainable living. We teamed up with Canada Electric Car Management, who actually got a lot of good experience in leasing electric cars out to taxi firms to try and find out a bit more about why we haven't got more electric taxis in Calgary and Edmonton. That was the main aim of the project. My understanding is Green Calgary and the Alberta Ecotrust are working on a study around the potential of EVs being used in private taxi fleets, as you kind of mentioned. So can you tell us just a little bit more about this study? For sure. Yeah, it's a really simple project. And the reason why I'm personally excited about the taxis 
I think it's a, it's uh, in reducing and the emissions and decarbonizing our transport. I think they're kind of one of those small levers that can have a big impact. And if we can get just a few more electric taxis in Calgary and Edmonton, and then people see them and people ride in them, they'll go, oh, maybe maybe this is a good idea. So the first thing that we're doing is we're just going out and chatting to the taxi drivers. Right. And we're finding out what they know, what they don't know, what they've heard, and, and what level of information they might need to need. So the, the, the first part is just going out and engaging with the taxi drivers and finding out where their, their headspace is and what their attitudes are towards electric vehicles. And then we're going to try and give them that information in just the format that they want so that they can they can decide next time they're looking at a new vehicle whether an electric vehicle is, is right for them. So are you aware of any taxis currently, um, any EV taxis that are currently being used in Alberta? Well, as far as we know, there's one. Okay. <laughs> there's a couple of firms that may have had a, had a go at this and then and then close down. I'm not sure if they're active. There, there's a couple that show up on on internet searches, but there's I'm not sure if there's anything there. Mm-hmm. So um, one of our project partners, Daryl at Canada Electric Car Management, he's leasing one electric car in Edmonton at the moment, which is one of the reasons we think that this has got a lot of potential because we should have more than one, uh, and and there's so many benefits to looking at electric vehicles over a regular combustion engine. I was going to see because I'm not, you know, I'm not really familiar with the taxi industry. Do the taxi drivers own their own vehicles? So if I were a taxi driver, do I get a say over what vehicle I drive? Is it like a vehicle that I go out and purchase or is it a fleet owned by a company and then leased out to the drivers? You are a natural researcher into the taxi industry there. <laughs> You're giving me too talent. much credit, but thank you. This is, this, is, this is such a key question, and it's a real mixture. Okay. So in Cal- we, we're focusing on Calgary and, and Edmonton because those are the two major cities in Alberta. And we've got you know, five, or, five or six major taxi brokerages or firms in each of those. And so you've seen them all. You know, I won't mention any in particular because right. I, I don't want to leave, leave one out. Yeah. But if you, you will phone up that number. And then there's a mixture within each of those. In some cases, the taxi firm buys the vehicle and you, you could walk in and say, I think I'd really like to be a taxi driver. And they'll check your credentials. And then you will, you will drive one of their vehicles for them. So okay. you, and you will do one shift. The other model is anybody could go out and purchase their own vehicle and then they could say, right, I'm going to brand this under one of the existing uh, firms in Calgary or Edmonton and I'm paying almost like a lease to brand it under there and get the, get the, the, the advice and, the, and the, um, the referrals and use the name and use the branding. Okay. And with those owner operators sometimes they might just drive it themselves and do a single shift sometimes they might then do a double shift and have a second driver and sometimes they actually triple shift mm-hmm. so some of these vehicles are driving like 23 hours a day so by the 
double and triple shifts, you mean they might drive it for one shift and then sort of loan it out to another driver for another shift? Okay. Exactly. So it would be their vehicle, and Mm -hmm. then they would go and find another driver or another two drivers so that the vehicle's actually, you know, earning them revenue the whole time. Right. Uh, And and, they, they work pretty hard, these vehicles. What are the key advantages of using an electric vehicle in the taxi industry? I'm going to go straight in with the cost mm-hmm. because from what I've seen talking to taxi drivers, I've developed a whole new level of respect for how hard they work. They're all operating on on quite slim margins. Mm-hmm. But what we've seen from the data and the on, on our information from Daryl's fleet and from other studies, it's somewhere in the region of half the operating cost. Wow. So that's a big difference, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's data either side, plus or minus. But uh, the main thing is you're having cheaper fuel costs. You're not idling a vehicle, an engine, when you're sitting there waiting for a fare. So overall operating costs, we could go with about half. Um, so that's very appealing. Cases vary if you're depending on which electric vehicles you're comparing to which gas car and what your rate of electricity is and so on and so forth. But the other thing that we really find appealing about them is that you've got no tailpipe emissions. Mm-hmm. So if we're waiting downtown and, you know, it's a it's a cold day and the taxis are all trying to keep warm, we're now taking those emissions away from where the where we're all breathing the air in our cities. And Electric vehicles are not emissions-free. Um, I, I would never claim they're emissions-free right. because, because they're using energy, they're using electricity. But again, it's around about various studies, let's just say about half of the emissions compared to a gas car, if you look at the overall greenhouse gas emissions. Yeah. So two key advantages right there. Are there um, specific cities or regions that you've kind of noticed have embraced electric vehicle taxis? And what have these sort of early adopters taught us about that industry using EVs in their fleets? There's a few big cities around the world. Uh, There's not too much in Canada. Been reading and originally being from from England and, and London, the, the black cabs have gone electric. Oh, wow. So, which is amazing. Yeah. And then I was also just reading that Chile, uh, there's a, uh, Santiago in Chile, is going to convert all of their 22,000 taxis to electric. Wow. So there, there, are pla- there are places doing it all over the place. Uh, in, in Canada, uh, there's a, a private firm called Teo, which has had a fleet of electric taxis. Uh, since about 2015, uh, and so they've been pretty successful as far as I know. And then closer to home, uh, we've got current taxis in, in mainly in Kelowna, also in Victoria, and one mm-hmm. in Edmonton, and they've got about 30 Teslas. And have these companies that are using EVs in their fleet currently, have they been releasing information that's helpful and how how it's been going for them? So... Part of this project that we're doing, uh, funded by Alberta EcoTrust and with Green Calgary, is using the data from Canada Electric Car Management to show to the taxi drivers in Calgary and Edmonton, look, 
here's real data that we've got firsthand that we've got the operating costs down to, um, uh, I think we, one of them was down to kind of like six cents a kilometer, mm-hmm. which is which is a lot less than you'd have for a gas car. Uh, and, and these are the lessons that we've learned. So what we found is that drivers love them because they're quieter, uh, they're simple to operate, they're very reliable, but they are different. You need to be aware of charging the battery and um, pay a, pay a, maybe a little bit more attention from my, my personal experience. So what are some challenges that uh, taxi drivers face when transitioning to EVs or even after they've transitioned to EVs? I think the number one challenge is with any other potential EV driver, which is just this misinformation and a little bit of the fear of the unknown. We see it quite regularly and someone will say, oh, you know, I have to go and get special tires for my electric car. Yeah, I've heard that quite a lot. No, you you don't. That is totally not true. There are tires made specifically suited to electric vehicles, Mm -hmm. but you can go in any regular tire shop and they they should be able to sort out your your electric car for, for, for the tires. I did talk to a guest previously who kind of talked briefly about taxis. And one of the concerns was, you know, with an e, you can't just go to a gas station and, and top up your gas quickly. So you do have to charge longer. So I wonder for the owners, the taxi drivers who own their vehicles, um, would it limit them being able to have the car on the road as often because they do need to charge up? It would be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one study uh, which was which showed that they trialed electric vehicles as taxis, and they were they hit ninety eight percent of all availability requirements. And that's going to be in my in in our report. Okay. What I found in some of the taxi drivers thought this was a great idea. They 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 if they for example, if you parked your taxi in a in a garage overnight and you're doing a single or a double shift, they thought this was amazing. Uh, so what we're finding is that the typical driving range is in the, in the 250 to 300 kilometers a day range. Right. So that's ideal. There's so many choices out there that would hit that, even in reduced range with extreme cold weather. So if it's that situation, it would be really, really, really good. If they needed to top up, uh, there are now... Loads and loads of charging options. There's just a big new supercharging station being opened in downtown Calgary. And there are lots of options to stop in. And some of the taxi drivers thought, I'd be quite nice to stop for 15 minutes and get a coffee. On the flip side, we've had a couple of the drivers who say their big difference on whether they have a good month or a bad month is the long trip right up into the far north, particularly in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. They would get a fare that's taken them hundreds and hundreds of kilometers, basically north into Alberta. So that would be a challenge for sure. I would suggest maybe they don't want to go for an EV right now. Right. So they're they're not perfect for everything. But if your mainstay is driving around one of the big cities uh, and you're the sort of person, and most taxi drivers do look after their vehicles because it's their if they're livelihood, if you if you're the sort of person that looks after your vehicle, and some of the taxi drivers that I've talked to are changing the oil every week, mm-hmm. so there's a seventy dollar a week 
outlay. So there are pros and cons, right? Yeah. I would say, by and large, the main barriers are that it's a different way of thinking, right? So there'll be people that will never want to do it, and that's fine. Uh, But I would say for the vast majority of taxi drivers in our two main cities in Alberta, they would save a lot of money and they would find it a very, very pleasant experience. Are you aware of any policy, government policy, that supports transitioning taxi fleets to EVs? There are a few, yeah. There are a couple of federal subsidies, uh, which a lot of the new electric vehicles, you can get around about usually five grand subsidy. There are a couple of initiatives available that, that will help you with some of the infrastructure. So they might actually pay or pay part of the costs of installing an electric vehicle charger. And then, you know, both both cities, both Calgary and Edmonton, have identified electric taxis as part of the move towards zero emissions. So it, roughly speaking, transportation is around about 15% of our emissions. And and the the thing again we I really like about taxis is that if we can remove those tailpipe emissions from our cities and move towards electric taxis, first of all, even if the emission reduction overall was was neutral, I'm we're removing emissions from our cities where we walk around and we breathe in our schools, so our cities will be a bit cleaner. But also, uh, I see this as a very very strong potential for showcasing electric vehicles to 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 other people and they're going to get a, get to see them and maybe wonder about their next uh, car purchase. So I think it's got a lot of potential here. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking to me today. This was such an interesting topic and I, I feel like I learned a lot talking to you and I, I hope our listeners did too. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the EV Life podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Matt Grace. If you would like to find him and get in touch with him, I will have a link for you to do so in the show notes. And if you'd like to connect with myself, if you'd like to connect with Allison or just other Albertans who have questions about EVs or have experience with them, you can do so on the AMA mobile app in the EV Life community. And I look forward to you listening to another episode. Music